With us today are in-house genius on on uh, medicine and uh, science. He's got breaking news for Elon Musk. You can't go to Mars. There's a problem. Dr. Peter Mihalos, tell us what's the problem we're going to Mars. Well, one of the things that people often forget to talk about is something called space radiation. And space radiation basically places astronauts at significant risk for radiation sickness and the lifetime risk of cancer, central nervous system effects, and degenerative diseases. And there are three kinds of space radiation. There's galactic cosmic rays, which originate outside of our solar system. There's solar particles that are emitted during solar flares. And one of the things we've talked about in the past is that people who were born during periods of peak solar flares, those people, they statistically look back at uh, data for the last 150 years, and they found that those people die much younger. And if you were exposed to that radiation during gestation and during your uh, first year of life, you don't live as long. But now we know that that might be the same problem with space. There's a third type of radiation, which is radiation trapped by the Earth's uh, magnetic field, but that's not as bad. Basically, what happens is the Earth, as we're sitting here, spins 1,000 miles an hour. Inside all that molten metal in the center of the Earth is like an electric motor. As it spins, it creates an electromagnetic field, and that magnetic sphere is actually powerful, and it repels various types of radiation that we just mentioned. In addition, we're also going around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour. And on top of that, our entire solar system is moving around the galaxy at 140 miles a second. Everything is moving, everything is alive, and there are powerful radiation forces, but the Earth is our home and it protects us through this magnetic field. The problem is once you travel beyond that sphere, it's a problem. Low orbiting things like the space shuttle or the uh, various satellites in space or space stations, they're actually somewhat protected still because they're within the limits of the Earth's magnetosphere. Once you exit and you go to the moon and to Mars, guess what? No more shielding. So, and you can get radiation sickness, various types of cancer, and the bone marrow is significantly affected by these types of radiation. There are some shielding things like polyethylene, which is a material rich in hydrogen that seems to absorb and repel some of the radiation. That's in the crew quarters and where they sleep, for example, in the uh, space stations. But long term to go out, spacewalks and things like that in Mars, basically these people would probably get cataracts by the time they reached Mars and they would have problems. So the technology hasn't really caught up how to protect the human body from uh, space and space radiation. Of course, the length of the mission and uh, exactly where your position related to the sun is also very important. But these are some of the issues that uh, scientists still have to think about before we uh, think that people can live beyond the boundaries of the protective Earth. And that's why it's so important that we protect our planet and even the ozone layer, how important it is because it blocks the UVC, which is the super high frequency radiation that can cause skin cancer. And basically, if it wasn't for the ozone layer, we would all fry. UVA and UVB are associated with skin cancers and sun tanning, but UVC is the high energy radiation that they actually use to cut microchips. It's so powerful. We got to respect the earth and uh, think a little bit more before we plan on making trips to the moon and Mars and the limits of our frail uh, human anatomy. Shouldn't have NASA thought about this already? And uh, uh, is there plans at NASA what to do? 
Well, they are. There's a whole division, and they consider uh, astronauts as, as radiation workers, and they get measured and monitored. But again, long term, it's a problem. When we start going beyond uh, the, the uh, atmosphere and we go to the moon or Mars, we're going to see long term. So you might make it to Mars, but you might end up having you know, multiple cancers. The other interesting thing is that they worry that uh, in addition to cataracts and cancer, there'll be steril- sterility in these astronauts. And in addition, the mutagenic changes on their DNA will cause damage that can be generational, that they can even pass on these mutations to their future uh, children and grandchildren. So there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot more we're going to hear about. So hopefully technology improves. Uh, Maybe we can create some type of artificial magnetosphere around these colonies or planets and other areas, just like in Star Trek when they had force fields and things like that. But at this time, the science hasn't caught up to that. But it will be fascinating to watch all these things as they uh, transpire, and we'll continue to report on WABC how to keep everyone on Earth and our astronauts safe. We're going to call NASA and try to have somebody on from there and see what their reaction is to this and see if they have answers. I guess you could put enough shielding around uh, uh, the spacecraft going to Mars. Once you get out of the spacecraft, I guess it's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Spacewalks, repairs, all these things that uh, we still have to work out. But again, it sounds very exciting to go to Mars, but for now, I think we're going to be seeing the unmanned probes doing these types of things when we leave the protection of our beautiful planet Earth. We're just going to wait and see. And a lot of times our technology gets ahead of uh, our ideas. Dr. Peter Michalos, thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch up again real, real soon. Thanks for always getting the truth out on the Cats Roundtable.